0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. It's Radio 2000, our music, Your Memories. Didn't you just feel like a wave of peace just come into your space? I certainly felt it and been humming along to this one, uh, for a few weeks actually. Just great, uh, music. Just great music, simply put. Duduzo Makatini with Alfina on Radio 2000. Our music, your memories. What a great pleasure to have, you know, the privilege to play this kind of music. Um, you know that we can just uh, enjoy. And you know how uh, there's there's an old saying, um, and it still goes around today around how our grandmother's prayers, um, are still keeping us alive. Our grandmother's prayers are still keeping us alive. I love that saying because it is so true. You know, prayers from yesteryear are still um sort of helping us to move through modern times in these difficult modern times, might I add. So it's with great pleasure to welcome Duduzo Makatsini on Essence of Rhythm. We're about to get into a conversation with him about Imitandazo Yakwantu, which is a, an interesting project. I believe he's working on, uh, on an album around that, but he will of course uh, confirm that for you and I. But we're going to get into that in just a bit. But there have been Uh, some significant performances around that concept and just uh, other things that we're going to talk about around um, composition and really just composing in these times and what it means and the significance of putting music together during these times that we live in. This is Seko on Radio 2000. You're listening to Essence of Rhythm on a Wednesday night. We're 10 minutes into it and yes, we have him on the line. He's a, a jazz, international jazz musician an improviser and a healer as he's known it is Nduduza Makatini joining me on the line. My good sir, good evening. How are you doing?
1: It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you for always accepting and honoring the invite. You know, we always do things in the middle of the night. So I really appreciate your time (laughs) at this time of the evening.
1: Well, I'm a big fan of the show anyway, so I would be here nonetheless. Oh,
0: thank (laughs) you. Thank you so much. Oh, my word. I had no idea. Thank you so much for joining me. So, So you know, thank you. You know, I've been I've been if I can just say itching to have this conversation with you since uh, December of last year, um, especially Mm. after having, you know, followed your work and um, you sharing so generously what you're busy with, uh, the stuff that you update on your blog, et cetera, et cetera. And the notions around prayer have been on my mind Mm. for a while, especially after uh, just discovering how people are Googling, prayer all over the world it's now a a thing you know to want to find out what prayer means how to pray why we pray can i pray and and how to do it effectively because i think we're all looking now for ways to do it with meaning you know, not yes. just frivolously so. So, imitanda yeah. zo, sounds like, um, a, a really interesting concept around that. And we'll unpack, um, a little more in terms of how you, you are merging, uh, the concepts around prayer with music, jazz music yeah. in particular as an art form. But I yeah. want to start with just, just, just your journey because, um, if i can just share very briefly you know i i love your story as 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 a as a person because it always takes me home you know my father was um a jazz artist he was a session musician he played uh keyboard and piano for the african jazz pioneers for for many years and um he also got the calling so he became a sangoma at some point so I was, didn't know oh
1: sangoma was well.
0: <laughs> Yes so there was there was that, and then there was uh, my mother who was a staunch Christian, you know uh, coming from uh, the the Apostol, and then uh, getting married into a family of lutheran uh, Lutheran church followers as it were. so there was a lot of conflict in my family um around that, and I grew up with that conflict of the church um, and 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 things zobungoma as it were. And growing up playing the drum, you know, you're just the child enjoying this. Um, you just don't understand how the conflict, um, really tore the family apart. If I could, if I could share. So, um, looking at prayer from, from that, from those two worlds has been very interesting. And I'm sure you have a story to share as well, because you had that kind of hybridism, if I can put it that way, with your own journey as a healer with a Christian background.
1: Yeah, yeah. Precisely. You know, um, f- for me, it's always been interesting. And, and I, I think also further anchoring what you were saying earlier on about Imtanda um I think um, it might have been 2017, I put out a record called Deep Ilongo. Mm And the, the, the record opens with my grandmother's prayer. Uh, nice. Alfina, you know, nice. and, and I was in studio and I just felt like, you know, we had the right music, we had the right groove and we were ready to put this record down, mm. but I just needed blessings from the elders, mm. you know, mm. and, and, and so I reached out and I called, uh, my mom and Ugogo Besapila and she started praying. And why that is important now is because you know, she's no longer here in a her physical body. Everything she had said in this prayer, which is part of the record, you can mm. check it out. is kind of what has manifeste- manifested actually in my life mm. somehow. Wow. Mm. But, but also, so so first and foremost, I think about prayer as this, uh, you know, realm of potentiality. Yes. Yes. Oh, that, you know, we, we could project anything in, in that potentiality, mm. but then the, the agency to sort of accompany that with a deeper level of surrender, you mm. know, mm. for these kind of things to actually take place. So I think there's something that happens with surrender, something that happens with grace, something that happens with this, like, sense of, of, of allowing whatever that we hope for to, to actually happen in our lives. That's right. Yeah. And, mm. and, 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 and and but most interestingly now, coming closer to want to. when I started thinking about this, I was grappling with this question of what really constitutes prayer in Africa? Mm,
0: mm, mm,
1: and in mm. Africa, I'm partly looking at a pre-colonial Africa. It's like, you know, we already know that we we already know that the coming of of, of Christianity and Islam and and that constituted a kind of hybridism. Mm. We already Mm. know that that was not the beginning Mm. of the relationships between people and the cosmos, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So we already know that our ancestors, our foremothers and forefathers had Languages of connecting and speaking in very intimate, you know, terms with what surrounded them, and we also know that the broader cosmology of African people was pro- pr- produced by that very thought of: here is this beautiful world that we find ourselves in, but there has to be a creator somewhere. There has to be someone that has authority over all of these things. So, so then I started really looking for prayers in Africa that are pre-colonial, which is a difficult task, of course. Mm. But I managed to get some that were written, some that were in wow. audio format, okay. Some, some that were in uh, other languages that I did not understand I had to look for friends that could translate. Wow! But the one thing that was common to these prayers, all mm-hmm. of them were addressing. A broader world than just the world of self and family and community mm. so most of them had this notion of absolutely you know? north south east west mm-hmm. but also in in in, in princess Makoko's prayer which i really made it mm. you know for some of my performances mm. and again it addresses this notion of wholeness or totality mm-hmm. so then i realized that was one thing that was really profound. But the other thing was our prayers were open-ended in a sense that they did not have this notion of an amen or a kind of closure or, mm. you know.
0: Fascinating.
1: So this, this was uh, quite a, yeah, fascinating, mm. you know, a kind of indicator into this notion of, of, of of our sense of being as really uh, an extended notion of being, which, you know, hinges on this notion of immortality and, you know. So somehow our prayers then also suggested that, you know, we we're anchoring between various paradigms and, 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 and various... Uh, you know, localities, most of them are just the moon and the sun as well. Mm. This was also the key mm. character. Mm. So and and then from there I started thinking, oh man, so th- how this notion of prayer has been sold to us via Christianity as sinners, like we all often via Christianity we pray as sinners as, as people that have done wrong always mm. And, mm. and that mm these people that are seeking forgiveness, mm. but also these people that are seeking something tangible. Like, you know, I pray for a new job, I pray for a new car, I pray for... So Absolutely, this, then yeah. Compared to this uh, kind of register of prayer, I, I then came back and thought, well, this is a, a very limited notion of prayer that, mm. you know... Uh, Christianity provides us, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and a limited world view that we, we, we see ourselves, you know, uh, find ourselves projecting these prayers from. So and and of course, then I started thinking, well, the hints are there in the Proverbs. You know, we find a lot of Proverbs that speak about the moon and speak about mm-hmm. so our people who right. are. A broader level of existence beyond just the body and the needs of the body, but they were thinking of the body in the context of a wholeness, in the context mm-hmm. of being in a broader world that and being part of it, part of it, yes, and, and not only being in the world but being with the world and 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 and, and this and and thinking with the world, you know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I I think that provides a different point of departure into thinking about sound as prayer thinking about sound as ritual which is something that I've been exploring for many years now yes. at least that, like <laughs> 14 you know? yeah
0: oh my word that is that it that just opened me up you know because um of <laughs> course I, w- I was sharing a little earlier about how uh, obviously my, my 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 ideals around uh, prayer personally have evolved beyond you know the kneeling down and asking for mercy for pity etc etc you know looking at it basically as a higher petition to oneself you know as a tool to to navigating modern life you know nurturing the parts of ourselves that we've neglected etc etc but i think you've just opened my eyes to what the, the, the possibilities and i think I think actually that is the beauty of, uh, music as a form of art, as a, f- a form of a big part of our culture and traditions, et cetera. Um, in yeah. Dukuso, because it really does help us to interrogate what, um, what we know or what is known and yeah. for us to look at the possibilities of, um, I mean, as you rightfully put it, you know, the pot- the possibilities of potential knowledge. Because yeah. for me, music is just, um It's just such a wondrous source of inquiry And I think you are yeah. so successful At being able to translate that As a conduit using the, 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 this medium So I really want to unpack that then Um Just moving from your wonderful research Around these no- notions of Southern African prayer And the commonalities yeah. And how you're filtering it into the sonic Into the rhythm, into the sound
1: Yeah, so I, I i think you know a lot of of these things i think for me they stem out of you know also what could be understood as like etymology and because you know mm-hmm. we 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 always thinking about it's impossible to think about the continent and not consider these moments of erasure you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. And, and the fact that every time we try to think about something we have to deal with the colonial period first. And we have to deal with the problems That's of modernity and the post-colonial and all of that.
0: Absolutely, so yeah.
1: in So at an epistemological level, we find ourselves having to sort of like renew the lens at which we understand knowledge and, and being and all of that. So for me, words and language become like really beautiful ways to start getting into the conversation. Mm-hmm. So part of what I then did as an extension to this kind of like searching, uh, was thinking about the the, the two mm-hmm. words that I use for prayer in in my language. I, mm-hmm. I guess it applies in, in 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 even in the Basutu languages, mm-hmm. in the Babet languages. Uh, this notion of umutanda, also, and mm-hmm. and thinking about the notion of umu umu even within the the word Umundu, if the umu is the part that is constantly becoming. Oh my word. Okay. So, wow. And, <laughs> and so okay. umu as this process of becoming, but tanda as in utando, love. Oh, wow. And wow. then, and then zo as this motion. So, like, okay. just thinking about that wow. one word gives us the whole notion of this this idea of mm. becoming. Mm-hmm. Or gravitating towards love. So when we pray, but a holistic kind of love. And then the other word is wow. umkulego. Okay. And umkulego means to tie something, right? So, mm-hmm. or to bound together in spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. So my grandmother, every time, uh, you know, when she, she, she would lead us to prayer, she would say, mm-hmm. So somehow we are tied mm-hmm. into an Paradigm of 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 existence that is invisible. So this idea of ukulega is also like when, when I visit somebody's house or I will never call you when they come. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. praises mm-hmm. they say ukulega by oh. But also another layer to this notion of ukulega is the fact that is to tie yourself within a particular intention. Okay. You know tie. Tie yourself deeply with the intention. Yes, yes. Which involves all of these kind of like knowledge that stem out of words. With the music, then the practice of music as Mm. being prayer is really at a deeper level, the acknowledgement of the fact that like there is an invisible world where all of these intentions are projected, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the, the fact that, like, everything goes via the invisible world for it to manifest back here as as, as physicality or whatever that we can think of. Oh, my so, word. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about how that gives us a different way of engaging sound that respects the notion of elsewhere the notion that there is something deeper than ourselves there is a there is presence that is within us that we have to respect when we come to sound Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. if essentially everything that we play at each note is a kind of prayer so if it's projected with a Uh uh, a kind of negative intention the, the, the universe in its depth and its intelligence does not know negative or positive, mm-hmm. but sees these as frequencies. So this kind of heightened awareness will help think about when we play to be very, uh, conscious of projecting oguse, projecting ukanya. Right. So, you know, being really a way of cultivating a deeper level of sensitivity towards the sound.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. Wow.
0: That, that is, that is amazing. You know, um, we, we, we always just, as people that just consume the music, just look at it from a point of how it makes us feel, you know, the, the, the memories it evokes, uh, et cetera. But I think as an mm-hmm. artist, when you, unpack the actual, you know, intention and putting it together, etc. It's quite a process, but it's a very important one, I think, because that as a form of prayer is actually putting out those vibrations into, in, in, into the space and into the world, <laughs> as it were, in terms of how you explain, you know, each note being uh, a form of prayer or contributing to putting together a prayer, as it were, I think it's also yeah. a beautiful thing um, you know what you mentioned about how your grandmother used to 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 pray um, with regards to the north south east west west as you put it um, yes. I think it's also really a glorious incorporation of uh, the matriarch as well. Because if you're looking at the universe in its entirety, it's no longer yeah. just, um, you know, because I, I often catch myself, you know, even if it's during a meditation or a mantra or whatever I feel like doing, uh, for that particular morning, um, I'll yeah. say things like, uh, mudimu, rara uh, ra ra omatla, you know, because, yeah. because I think, uh, Christian, I've absorbed Christian culture for yeah. a, a big part of my life Or for most of my yeah. life That it filters yeah. through sometimes So um, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that But I think it's just um, You know it's just it's just an observation I guess
1: Yeah I, I think there's, there's a lot You know uh, Well I think what I advocate for More than maybe a, You know a, a, a complete Sort of removal Of Christianity mm-hmm. You know I, I, I myself as you know, someone that comes from those kind of backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I find myself even in teaching using some of the parables and, and using some mm-hmm. of the scripture to mm-hmm. explain some mm-hmm. things. So I don't think a lot of it was lost in that sense. But what the problems of, of, of religion, uh, in the colonial period and post-colonial is that it wanted to, 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 to sort of, uh, Make invisible the the religiosities of the people that are pre colonial and nice. i I think that is problematic, yes uh yeah, n- not just yeah. that, but a way of seeing, but for instance, you know um you know mm. you know mm. so that we know by walking, you know i think in 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 other languages they would say would say you know like knowing by listening and all of these mm. things but, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, but also knowing by listening, knowing by walking mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so so th- there is something that comes with Christianity that kind of destabilizes all of these forms of coming to knowing like this plurality of knowing mm-hmm. that wants to just like say that like through Christ and you know the Son and the Holy Spirit so leaving out an entire, body of knowledge that people always had in in in, mm-hmm. in the and so i think part of that is the restoring of that that you know part of the journey of being an artist for me is is about restoring all of those nuances you know Stunning. and i was thinking wow. earlier on about like mm. so if we are successful in translating some of these teachings into our sound mm-hmm. as we already think about like you know, sharing the bandstand with other bandmates, as like really as this idea of of the communal and and and, and understanding this notion of ubuntu in more real ways. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that we I exist because the person next to me exists. You know, so yes. so that you know, I I only exist in the context of the whole. You know, mm-hmm. so I was thinking that like. So so somehow observing the universe and the world has provided our f- for foremothers and forefathers with a lot of wisdom. And I'm thinking in these difficult times, maybe this is when now the the notion of the bandstand as a place that has gathered all of these teachings over mm. a period. Mm-hmm. It's time that the bandstand expands and musicians explain and and take time to explain what happens in the bandstand as a way of living in the world mm-hmm. so for me my biggest wish is that like i could extend the bandstand and allow everyone to live in there you know what i mean in, in like so yes. yes. like music you know yeah. uh improvisation uh, embraces this notion of vulnerability mm-hmm. of living in the unknown discovery, discovery, uh, living together, and all of these notions. Mm. And Mm. thinking about how maybe through this kind of work that we are currently doing here, you know, we could allow more people to think about jazz as a way of creating healthy living, healthy societies, and, and ways of thinking about the world that are creative. So those, those are kind of some of the bigger genes.
0: <laughs> oh man. And they're going to, they, they are so going to manifest because as somebody that I know understands universal spiritual laws and you live by them, we're going to see it happen. I had the honor of seeing you, uh, last year perform with, um, the gentleman of Umkiti uh, at the Untitled Basement. And the yeah. things that you're saying about the bandstand, Man, I, I, it is a sacred space, and I, I, you yeah. know, having sitting in, in 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 such an intimate venue, I felt I felt like I was part of the bandstand. You know, that sacredness, and that, that the, the language, the spiritual language that was flowing, overflowing in the room, was, I mean, I carry it even now. It's just too beautiful.
1: You see, there's. That's maybe another example of what, like, the pre-colonial world gives to us as a gift: the fact that, you mm-hmm. know, our 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 ancestors knew no audience; they knew no performer. Mm-hmm. You see, so all of these notions, mm-hmm. they the idea of a theater and how it's created and mm-hmm. and like this kind of like the stage and elevating the artist and so it's it's a broader problem that is created in terms of how we've uh, appreciated sound from these spaces that in themselves were not really uh linked in any way with how our ritual ceremonies took place in pre-colonial times. So that, now coming to Untitled Basement, what I like about that is it's got like a, a kind of system that refuses this kind of <laughs> yes. uh, stand, stand and audience thing. You know, it's almost like we were once play sl- one place. It and was it's, 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 absolutely uh, secular. yeah, yeah. Like it's ah, you know what I mean. And I I I think you know architecture has, has a lot to contribute to how mm. people listen and and how people think about sound so this notion of a collective is better articulated in those intimate spaces than sometimes in bigger spaces where the artist is projected there like like an object you know like mm, mm, you know mm, mm. so participation i think is a big part of this this kind of like ritual In a ritual there is no audience You know, in any ceremony Everyone finds a role, you know It's it's like an orchestra, you know You you have to do mm. something mm.
0: No, absolutely I mean, when you are in, in an intimate space Like that, like everyone Is a jazz musician It is just so wonderful It really is Alright, so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll take a bit of a musical break Because there's a song that I want to play um, Okay But I want us to come back and for you to just share the next chapter and what you're going to be working on. Of course, there's lots to celebrate when we look at the career of Ndutuzo Makatin. He made all the lists last year. I think about the New York uh, Times list that he made uh, for being one of, one of the greatest jazz albums to be released in the year 2020. Amongst others, we're back after this one from Ikambi. Holy, holy. Just beautiful. Enjoy. When you come to the space with an open mind, you can definitely walk away with something. I certainly have walked away with some great uh, gems of knowledge around prayer and how it is perceived, particularly in modern times. Dutuzo Makatini joining me on the line as we unpack notions around prayer. imitandazo yakwandu as. A project, I believe, might be an album uh, as well. So he's going to uh, wrap up in just a bit uh, by telling us what uh, this new chapter of 2021 holds in store for him personally and for the collective of jazz lovers around the world. This one, Holy Holy, taken from the album, It Can Be. We're back after this. This is Seco on Radio 2000. And welcome back to the show as we wrap up our chat. Are very enlightening If I can put it that way I'm enjoying it so much It's always a pleasure To have him on the show Nduduzo Makatini Jazz artist uh, I beg your pardon International jazz artist Nduduzo Makatini Well versed with uh, the piano Of course the black and white keys Well versed with the issues of The spirit or spirituality As it were in one packing Imitandazo Yaguandu As a concept As something that really filters Into our lives through uh the sonic as he as he always refers to it you know the music uh that filters through in many other ways that we can um explore the notion of prayer as africans Du-duzo, welcome back so um as we wrap up i really just want to um for you to just uh talk to us about just the incredible the year that you had 2020 really was your year in terms of the success of your first Blue Note record, um, Blue Note record album, uh, Modes of Communications, Letters from the Underworld. It did the things. It was on all the important lists. Uh, you know, listed with other great albums like uh, Emmanuel Wilkins' Omega, I think uh, Charles Lloyd's uh, Eight Kindred Spirits, yeah. etc just mm-hmm. amazing things and of course uh closing uh that chapter and moving into 2021 with is it is it going to be an album i asked you this off air, and you're like
1: <laughs> i think so <laughs> it, seems, it seems like that it seems you know it's um and again maybe this connects to this notion of composition that I always struggle with Mm -hmm. it's um, I always think between two paradigms one is a human or a musician composing a song right you know that's what we we used to and that's what Mm -hmm. that's the kind of role that we assume Mm -hmm. but I've been thinking for many years now about what does it look like for a being to compose themselves into sound so instead of composing music, but composing the self, you know. Wow. So I, I think, uh, mm. 2020, you know, was, was a lot of that for me where I found myself, mm-hmm. I found myself really like composing myself in, into, into existence, into, into sound worlds. And, and, um, I remember it started off with a song called Nina, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which almost, you know, of course, like it, it. You know, a lot of people read it as a question of what have we done since yes. then, mm. and 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 it was after I had been like looking at the socials and 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 and, and reading a lot about this like women abuse in in this country and mm-hmm. elsewhere, mm. and like and like then this. Notion of Senzenina was invoked again, mm-hmm. but I also started thinking, well, this during apartheid, this is the same phrase as well. Like under apartheid, we're asking ourselves this question. And then I started thinking, well, like if I listen to the word, word Senzenina, sometimes I don't hear the question. I, I hear a statement with an excla- exclamation mark oh, in the end. Okay. What I hear is Senzeni meaning recreate us nina the mothers wow. so since any Nina so i wow. was thinking as opposed to putting so much pressure on, on on women having to think about something that they've not done asking a question that they don't really have to be asking mm-hmm. perhaps it's about like composing the self that meaning us as, as men like going back Mm -hmm. to to the mother's womb and and, and listening carefully to those rhythms, that Mm. those rhythms were responsible for composing man in the first place. Mm. So if man Mm -hmm. is troubled in this Mm -hmm. world, what does it mean to tap into the rhythm and be composed like anew, you know? So that's really what what happened with this process of this record. Then I started composing myself, you know, and and speaking to my Mm. friends. Quite openly about like, well, we need to be re-channeled, you know, mm. and, and, and this notion of a matriarch, like you were saying, this mother energy, like this leaning to the moon when it's dark and, and we're feeling like, oh man, this shouldn't be happening. Like, you know, this leaning again to the mother. So basically mm. that was my 2020 parallel to all this, the success, of course, and I appreciate all of these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. it seems to me like more than it was my success, it was a success of an African story, as I would like to think. Because for Love the it. first time, we started hearing downbeat writing, trying to navigate the notion of umsamu, for instance. Mm-hmm. We 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 saw uh, street journal trying to think about ubungoma and calling me every time and right? asking what. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, this was like, okay, well, this k- went as a sonic, but now yeah. it's, it's, it, it's more thinking about the importance of the places where these sounds emerge. But not only that, but the cosmologies, the spiritual paradigms within which these sounds emerge. So I'm thankful for that. And uh, about this coming year, I want to keep on with the project of composing the self so you know i i am Mm. constantly like thinking about that and um you know the music is already there you know but for me it's like what does it mean to play these sounds from inside Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Mm because the the notion of a composer gives you an authority that you are playing from outside you are playing the song so, well, what I want to try differently with this project is what does it mean to play with the songs? Mm. Songs as 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 companion, companions, you know, mm. songs not as something that I create, but thing as, as a thing that lives, that has a life that I have to be sensitive towards and that I have to be kind towards mm-hmm. and something that is providing me with something as opposed to my own creation. So I'm thinking along those lines this year.
0: Wow man we look forward to whatever it is and i i i just love how a brilliant listener you are you know you you, you it's a, it's a concept that comes up a lot in um the various discussions that you have about this idea of listening you know attentively to to to,
1: yeah. to, to
0: everything really to listening to oneself going within listening to others listening to the music um you said a wonderful thing uh, once i think somebody was asking you about um composition or how do you compose or something along those lines and you said a wonderful thing um to the tune of, you know, there really is nothing new under the sun that I'm doing because I, I'm within the composition. Nature is the original composer, so I'm just part, I'm just it. participating in that space of nature's composition. That was that just knocked me.
1: <laughs> that's really the thing because it takes away the responsibility of carrying something as big as the music. So sure. in my thinking the music is constantly happening. Mm-hmm. I think Umamletamburi puts it the most beautiful in the most beautiful way when she says music in the air. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Somehow oh, yes. the music is always there and, and we tap into it in and out of it. But music as a constant as a constant uh, sort of motion, you know. That's that's really my belief around it. Mm. That we are lucky to hear the sound, but sound is constantly happening. We have glimpses of these moments where we are in tune enough to hear the sound. Mm-hmm. But this notion of listening to the ground came out of that again. Yes, like, yes. Like, yes. you know, like as we walk, we, 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 there is kinds of citations that happen beneath our feet. Mm-hmm. So sometimes hearing doesn't happen from our ears, but it happens in the very journeys that we are walking. Mm-hmm. So. There is a way of listening to a journey, and 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 a journey can be musical, and and if you're listening carefully, there are many songs that come with being in life, being in the world.
0: Oh, absolutely! Oh my goodness! Ndutuzo, thank
1: you. Thank you so much
0: for this. Thank you very, very much. Okay, so we're going to end it off, of course, with uh, a song taken off the very first of many, I'm sure. Uh, Blue Note Record uh, album that is Modes of Communications Letters from the Underworld. Uh, this one hugely popular, featuring Saki Beneath the Earth as we end it off. That's right.